Hello, hello. Hello, hello. I'm Kate. And I'm Allison. And, and we, we are, are the Itty Bitty, 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 Bitty Wedding, Wedding Committee. Committee. That's so awesome. I really, <laughs> okay, so confession, I was holding back a burp the whole time. So I'm glad that I didn't burp Aww. on our intro. Come on, let it run free. Oh, okay. It was a tiny one. But I was like, oh, no, I can't burp in this intro. That'd be so gross. (laughs) I would honestly really love that. We'd lose listenership. It's like, oh, we would have to to stop re-recording this every time and only play that version. Just you belching louder and louder. My God. In every subsequent episode. (laughs) I feel like like some um, like podcasts, like they'll have like a pre-recorded intro. I'm kind of glad that we like do a fresh one every every time we record. Yeah, I think it's weird to do a pre-recorded one. I don't know. It seems like more work mm-hmm. and it's not as personal. I like saying hi to people every time. Yeah, and who knows what happens when we do our intros. There's always something interesting going on. Yeah, you burp. Maybe next time you'll fart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this week we have a super fun one. We figured, you know, we've given you enough content heavy episodes and lots of details on the not so fun stuff like contracts and making your day perfect even when you're getting up early in the morning and stuff like that so this week it's all about bridal fashion week yay i'm excited of course it's my jam (laughs) yeah it's it's gonna be a good one we just started talking about what have we been seeing and of course this isn't a normal bridal fashion week because you still have the looming specter of the pandemic so Mm -hmm. we're not getting out there runway shows the same kind of way but fashion designers are still really doing some cool things people in the industry models stylists uh Mm -hmm. hair and makeup people they're all doing some really fun stuff and we've been of course obsessively following on instagram and pinterest and (laughs) all over the place as one does so we've been kind of distilling the trends seeing what we like what we don't like what feels a little new versus what feels more recycled yeah so we'll dive right in Yeah, I'm super excited. I feel like um, bridal fashion time of year, like that's the one time of year where I'm like, okay, maybe I need to be in the dress business. Like not me designing like myself, but maybe like working at like a bridal shop. Like maybe I just like need to be in that world. And maybe I will, it's never too late. Maybe I'll do that. But it's just so fun and exciting to see like, you know, what the designers are coming up with and, you know, what some of the new trends are kind of leaning towards. And especially right now, like, I feel like one of the upsides to the pandemic is that a lot of creatives within the industry are really using this time to kind of experiment and try new things and kind of do things a little bit more out the box. So it's kind of cool to kind of see that coming through um, within like the bridal gown world. So I'm super excited. I was wondering, honestly, if athleisure and sweatpants would start to creep their way in somehow, just because we've gotten so, (laughs) like, we just have full sweatpants culture since the pandemic. And I was wondering, like, are we going to start getting stretchy waistbands on bridal gear? What's going to happen? Like, um, cause I know like one thing that's kind of in is like, kind of like the knit materials, like sweater material, but for like mm-hmm. pants mm-hmm. and shorts and stuff. So I'm like envisioning, like, especially if you're doing like something beachy and kind of boho, like a sweater knit material, like two piece 
bell bottomy like white set type situation yeah. I wouldn't get married in it but I definitely like do like a beachy rehearsal dinner or something yes. and something like and that spoiler alert these looks have not happened these are not yes. the ones we are seeing <laughs> so we're we're getting a little out there but there nobody saw some... my idea <laughs> <laughs> and there are some that I really feel like uh they're not played out by any means but we mm -hmm. have seen them a lot in the last year and a half or so just because with the 2020 season being what it was a lot of these amazing very fresh at the time ideas took a while to catch on and we didn't really mm -hmm. get to see them in action so now those same things are carrying over a bit uh it's not as high of a turnover from mm -hmm. fashion cycle to fashion cycle uh one of the things that I know we've both been seeing, we've talked about, and I personally love, although who knows how much longer I'll love it for until it gets oversaturated, is poofy sleeves. Ugh. I love the poofy sleeves. I'm not mad love about them. it. It's like a, obviously, you know, when you think of poofy sleeves, you immediately think of like the 80s when everything was poofy. But I feel like the way that designers are doing it now, they're using, you know, not so structured, a little bit like more lighter, you know, fabric. Sometimes, you know, depending on the gown, it might be like, you know, more like a see-through or like kind of trans translucent type of material that makes the volume of the poof, like it kind of balances it out with like these lighter kind of more airy materials. So mm -hmm. it's been, I've seen a lot of like dresses lately where I'm like, you know what, I'm not a big sleeves girl, but I'm not mad about the poofy sleeves. I'm a huge poofy sleeves girl. And mm -hmm. Again, I feel like I'm going to hit a wall with it at some point, probably sooner rather than later, because it's been around for a while and I'm seeing it everywhere, but I'm I'm still on the poofy sleeves bus. Like I'm loving it. I'll ride it into the ground. So <laughs> exactly. It, it's I mean, it's just great. I feel like it's flattering and fun and whimsical and a little like just goofy and vintage. So it's all mm -hmm. the stuff I like. I like how structural it is because I really like playing with sculptural shapes in gowns and in accessories in general and this is a really fun way to do it mm -hmm. uh, I, I do think though that it gets to be a little challenging with a trend like this because it's really fun for a photo shoot or maybe for bridesmaids but when you're wearing something so 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 trendy for your wedding day you really need to fully own it you can't be on the fence it needs to be like okay I love this I want this I won't regret this when I look at the pictures in 10 years mm -hmm. like this is me yeah and one thing I will say is that you know with the poofy sleeve vibe like it definitely because I know we've talked about this where we talk about you know what comes first like finding your venue and then having a dress or finding a dress and then having you know kind of structuring your venue around the style of your dress and I feel like that particular trend kind of lends itself to certain you know certain aesthetics and you know certain styles of wedding so like it to me and you know you can disagree with me anyone who's listening if you want to but like it it doesn't necessarily it's not one of those kinds of things where it's like it's going to fit every single style of wedding and like you said oh, like sure. you really have to commit to it and you really have to own it um and I also think like it's it's a little bit seasonal like it's definitely you know on trend for for spring um and you know maybe those early summer months but I think once you get into like the peak summer months when it's hot as hell, like, <laughs> are you really going to want to have like poofy sleeves, you know, on your, on your arms, on your wedding day, especially if you're doing something outside. So, you know, every trend has its caveats. And even though I love it, you know, I can't help but be a little bit practical, you know. I think that's one of those things that I really actually like for summer, but that's just because it's 
a lot of the time the poofy sleeves go with being off shoulder so that can mm-hmm. be a little more chilly in the mm-hmm. cold months and it doesn't really pair well with wearing something over it all the time yeah but I'm wondering if maybe off shoulder could be fun for winter as long as people mm-hmm. are still game and I know long sleeves are something that you've been seeing a lot of and we definitely see those more in winter. I think mm-hmm. more often than not, once we get into colder months, I do see long sleeves, whether that's full length or half or three quarter length. What what do you think about that? Is that what you've been seeing? I've been seeing at least like, I've mostly been seeing full length. Like, I don't know if it's just like, like I said, like a very like spring thing that like we probably won't necessarily see um into you know the later months um but it's it's kind of interesting because it's like it's I'm seeing sleeves but I'm seeing it in like interesting materials so I'm not seeing it you know in kind of like these very structured kind of heavy looking materials like they're being more incorporated into more of those gowns that are made with more like like fabrics that are a little bit more you know forgiving have a little bit more kind of flow and movement like a delicate lace yeah or like delicate lace and things like that and I feel like for long sleeves like it's it never like I would say like it never goes away like we always see it it's just about how is it being done like in a different way that maybe it hasn't been done previously Mm -hmm. so it's it's been interesting to see kind of like that you know, um, Grace Kelly kind of inspired type of gowns with like the sleeves. Like I saw like one gown, I can't remember and I should have looked at the designer, but it was very much like that kind of inspiration, like full lace, you know, full, you know, bottom. And then these really gorgeous kind of like delicate ornate lace sleeves. And I was like, all right, I see, I see what's happening here. You know, (laughs) I I do really love that look. Mm -hmm. And I think too, another thing that people are doing sometimes with this off shoulder look isn't gravitating toward the poofy sleeves or toward off shoulder with long sleeves, but they're going for a more bombshell vibe like Brigitte Mm. Bardot with a very Mm -hmm. tailored tucked in waist and a little more structure and sculpture off the shoulders and then maybe even pairing that with a high slit or with a little bit of ruching so I've seen a lot of that and I think it is a really really flattering look and it doesn't need to be overly vampy it's not like Mm -hmm. you need to pull an Angelina's leg at the Oscars if everyone remembers the Angelina's (laughs) leg meme but I think it's a really fun look and if that's your vibe if you are a little of the I want to be a bombshell type like a little bit throwback a little bit modern that's a really really great look it is a great look and I'm actually kind of glad that it's something that's becoming more apparent now with just like with the trends um because I feel like you know a few years ago, like that was a look that some brides would, you know, try to go for, but it was just really hard to find gowns that could kind of achieve that look. Um, And now I'm, you know, seeing more designers that are kind of incorporating more of that style of dresses into their, you know, repertoire of gowns that they put out. And um, like you were saying, like a lot of them that I've seen, they're very simple, like, you know, not a lot of embellishment. And so instead of, you know, the bling and the lace and all this other kind of like crazy textural things, they're really using you know, they're focusing on the structure and they're focusing on the silhouette and it might not be beaded from head to toe, but they're still using, you know, very interesting fabrics that lends themselves to that more kind of structural type of vibe. And I absolutely love it. Like I love shoulder action. 
I love back action. I love leg action. I love all the action. So it any- sounds so dirty. <laughs> so any dress that has like any of those things, like I'm always, always down for, um, maybe it's just kind of like my inner, I don't know what era that was when like you showed like a shoulder and it was like, oh my God, she's a harlot. Like, I love kind of like that, that look where you're like showing off kind of like your neck and collarbone area. Like, I think that's like super, super elegant. So I'm always thinking maybe like for that, like mid-century, the new look, maybe that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, I, it's, it's a really nice look. And Mm -hmm. I think you're probably even getting a little later than that. Uh, I really do love these more structured sculptural gowns and just the emphasis on that so a simpler fabric but you're doing something really cool with it like you're flaring it out in an interesting place or you're Mm -hmm. making part of it long and flowy and just doing unexpected shapes and unexpected movement and Mm -hmm. I I think that's really fun I've been seeing that a lot too with things that are becoming more two-piece so Mm -hmm. instead of just a single gown you might have pants and then you have a crop top or you have a skirt in the crop top or you change up these elements and I've been seeing lots and lots of stuff with pants in particular whether it's Mm -hmm. more regular pants in a pantsuit or high-waisted pants which are really big I love high-waisted pants I think I think that's one though where again you really have to own it because it's very Mm -hmm. trendy and it's not something that's going to be timeless so you need to love that look uh, yeah. pantsuits and not just pantsuits but jumpsuits are still a thing I'm not really seeing the jumpsuits getting worn that much I'm seeing yeah. more in editorial features but mm-hmm. I think the pants are really catching on even if it's pants that have an overskirt which mm-hmm. I Ooh, love I love that I like love a nice that like cigarette pant type of cut mm-hmm. with like a nice overskirt over it I would wear that to Trader Joe's. Like, I don't need to be getting married to wear that. (laughs) I I really love that look. And overskirts in general, I want Mm -hmm. to see them get more popular. I haven't been seeing them in this bridal fashion week as much, but for people who don't know, an overskirt is basically a skirt that detaches. So you have a simpler silhouette underneath, like pants or just a very slim cut train or skirt on, you wouldn't have a train, but you would have just a very slim cut bottom on your dress. And then you would put this cool, poofy, ornate, whether it's the same fabric or a different fabric or whatever, uh, over the top and kind of latch it like a belt. So I originally wanted to have an overskirt for myself. And then when I started looking at the prices and realized that a lot of them cost what the dress does, I was like, oh, fine. And I skipped it. But (laughs) I think these are so great if you can swing them with your budget and still get the central piece that you really want to get. Yeah. And I think it's a nice alternative to getting two gowns, like, you know, Mm -hmm. more power to you. Like I don't really have anything against, you know, brides that do, you know, a wardrobe change um, at some point during their day. But, you know, if you don't necessarily want to have to take on a whole dress and put on a whole new dress, like having a overskirt that you can, you know, wear during your ceremony and then take off for the reception. And like, I think that that's such a fun idea. Um, and it just kind of, you know, it's almost like a little Easter egg. Like you have like a little surprise underneath that you can reveal like at your reception or something like that. Especially yes. if you have, you know, this very full, like you were saying, like ornate overskirt, and then you might have like a more fitted silhouette underneath. So it's kind of like a nice reveal um, without having to necessarily have a wardrobe change. Mm-hmm. 
I really love that. And I think it's nice too, because you can avoid some additional tailoring. Like you don't need Mm -hmm. to get a bustle if you're just removing an overskirt. So that's helpful too. And that can save you a little bit of money. Mm -hmm. I love too, and I think that this kind of goes with that pants and overskirt look, uh, just more of the disco vibes that we've been seeing for several years now, but they're Mm -hmm. still going strong. And uh, that harkens back a little bit to what we were talking about with more of these structured pieces where we're playing with interesting shapes and silhouettes more than the lacy beaded embellished materials themselves but I I do see some sparkle sometimes or I'll see an interesting hemline where it's a little Mm -hmm. higher than you would expect and I see a lot of super deep v's and cutout shapes so the cutout is yeah just kind of when you're it's like a a v-neck for your armpit right (laughs) yeah like the cutouts on the side uh I'm personally not into side boob on a wedding outfit, which is odd because I definitely for myself had a very (laughs) boob forward gown uh, and it was a deep V, which is popular and remains, you know, it was popular last year, popular this year. It's going to stick around for a while. Uh, I I think I just got really excited when I saw that my gown made me look like I had boobs and I was so excited (laughs) because I don't. So I got really into that, but I, I draw the line at side boob. I think you don't want to see the actual, like, yeah, the I, think there's, I think there's levels to side boob. Like, I think, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's okay to have like cutouts, like on the side, but like you were saying, you don't want to be able to see like the full shape of someone's boob on the side of their dress. Yes. Um, but I think having like a little, you know, peekaboo is, you know, not too, too terrible, but that's just me. I probably wouldn't wear a side boob on my wedding dress because I'm very busty. So like, I wouldn't be comfortable, but you I know. didn't even know that. Like I never I'm- noticed people's boobs. I'm well I'm very aware of my own boobs and you probably just didn't notice because like I know how to make myself look like I'm not as busty as I am (laughs) but I was about to go show me show me like on this (laughs) zoom call just please flash me Allison but I I will take you at your word and not harass you on the podcast check out my vacation pics on my Instagram (laughs) yeah I'll just go lurking uh but I, yeah, I, I think it's better to err on the side of caution and mm-hmm. watch me and not take my own advice and just have titties everywhere on my wedding day. But it's one of those things where if you are in doubt when you're still in the gown shop about is this too much, it probably is. Mm-hmm. And keep in mind where you're getting married to. If you're doing yeah. a church wedding, don't go for the side boob. Don't go for the crazy revealing back. If you're going to scandalize your priest, skip it like cover it up somehow and scandalize people after you leave the church or do like a nice bolero over and then you can rip it off when you're done at the at the church but you know exactly yeah balance you're going to a house of worship compromise (laughs) totally chill it out a little bit so with some of this too I want to get back to shapes and texture Mm -hmm. because tool 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 is a huge I love tool it's so fun and I love that it's migrating up. So it's not just on the skirt anymore. It's mm-hmm. everywhere. everywhere. It's full floof. It's just amazing. Poofy, floofy, frothy. I love it. Yeah. It's like sticking someone in a cloud and it's like, there's your dress and <sighs> they're just like floating around. Like, I love that look. And it's all colorful a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. I, I do really just love how we're getting into more colors with bridal gowns in general and with the tool. So we're seeing more blue gowns. We're seeing more like a, of a heavy champagne or a blush mm-hmm. bridal gown. And it's getting to be 
a lot less standard that you would have Mm -hmm. some form of a white gown and you rarely will see a white white gown anymore but like an ivory or an off-white it doesn't need to be all you do you can get even more off the beaten path now yeah I actually came across on Instagram and I I think I was just kind of scrolling um so I wasn't really paying attention for the sake of like trying to educate myself on designers I literally was just scrolling for the joy of scrolling but I came across this dress and it was like layers of tulle and it was like a very pale like lighter than mint green and I wasn't mad about it I was like I've never Hmm. thought of like a very like barely green but a slight pale tint um it had kind of like a you know like kind of like a springy like I'm thinking kind of like gardeny type of vibe to it I wasn't mad about it not everyone can pull off a green dress but yes I was going to say that I think it matters (laughs) based on your skin tone I wouldn't do it Mm -hmm. because I'm naturally very olive so it would Mm -hmm. probably just make me look ill but if you're like a super fair blonde or if you have darker skin than olive like I think it could be really really pretty and it could pair really well with red hair like red hair with that would be just oh I would die I would love to send it to my best friend right now she's a redhead I just, I just love redheads. It's the best. Yeah. I, mean, I know it's one of those things where the grass is always greener. And if you are a redhead and you do have freckles, you hate it, but oh, I would love them. I would be so happy. Yeah. But the dress was absolutely gorgeous. And I was like, I wouldn't mind like seeing like more of those kind of like unique colors kind of incorporated into bridal, bridal gowns. Like, like mm-hmm. you were saying, like we're seeing a lot of, you know, blush and off right, off whites and kind of like more like rich and creamier tones. And I wouldn't be mad about seeing, you know, designers kind of push that a little bit more. Um, I'm loving the blue. I love like, you know, yes. the, the blues that I'm seeing right now too. And so don't be afraid of color, color ladies <laughs> yes if I had to choose a favorite color I would say it's like a light blue mm-hmm. and I also do really love that like kind of celery green that yeah. light light, mm-hmm. light uh, mossy green mm-hmm. so I love seeing that one pop up and we haven't seen it more we've been seeing a lot of floral too and it's not I just because it. it's spring mm-hmm. like we're recording now but floral patterns are a year-round thing now they are. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting. Like it's almost to the point where, you know, to some people that have more traditional tastes, like it wouldn't feel bridal, but I think, you know, it's still very bridal and still very wedding appropriate. Um, a lot of these like floral patterns that I'm seeing, like, you know, especially, um, on who did I see? Can I designer drop right now? Is that allowed? Yeah, for um, sure. You're probably already know who I'm gonna say. Um, but if you say Haley Page, it wasn't Haley Page. My second favorite, <laughs> um, Monique Lahillier. Um, nice. She is doing a lot of gowns with sleeves, which I'm just dying over. But I've noticed like a lot of floral print, and it's just very, it's still very delicate and kind of lends to like the textures of the gowns. Like they're still very light and kind of airy and. Like, like I said, like if you looked at the dress, like some people that have a little bit more, you know, traditional taste might not think that that's very bridal, but I think it's kind of like a nice, fun kind of modern spin on how you normally see florals done in, um, in bridal gowns. I'll send you some photos. I I was like dying. (laughs) No, I I know who you, what you mean, because I have, as soon Mm -hmm. as you said Monique Lulier, I was like, oh yeah, that's, I I know what she's talking about. And she's really been pairing that with kind of that bombshelly structure where it's off Mm -hmm. shoulder and the sleeves are a little big and it, 
tapers in the waist and then it pulls mm-hmm. out again with an a-line so i have been seeing that and i love it so much and i, I wish i just had ten thousand dollars lying around so i could wear that dress around the house i know like literally i would i don't need an occasion like oh like i have to go get cat food for my cat let me throw on this fabulous dress and walk down my street <laughs> to yes. the pet store and get my cat's food <laughs> we're all going crazy in covid it's no one even cares no one will bat an eye So I do really love that look and I love how it Mm -hmm. pairs with some of these other trends. I think we're at the height of this trend right now and it'll start to taper off. But the floral patterns, I think we're still going to see a lot of for bridesmaids, you know, mixing Mm -hmm. those patterns in with solids and with different textures. I love that people are now expanding on this mix and match bridesmaids things. And it's not just about, oh, we'll have a few different kinds of pink. It's let's do different materials let's do different levels of shininess and sparkle Mm -hmm. and pattern just all of it it's really fun to play with that super fun and then you get a dress you like that you can wear again so yeah it's a (laughs) win-win do you feel like here are two trends that I really think are I was surprised actually to see them in bridal week because I thought they were kind of on their way out already Mm -hmm. uh capes and headbands Well, I don't know. I love headbands. I'm a little bit biased. Like, I don't think you can ever go wrong with a headband in any occasion. And to me, they'll never go out of style. Um, So I'm actually kind of glad to see that headbands are still a thing. Um, Especially like kind of like the more kind of ornate, kind of more elaborate, you know, headbands, especially like when it gets to be a headpiece. Yeah, because it's like, especially because I know some brides aren't like super on the veil train. So those work out really well when you just would rather not have a veil and just have like a really ornate headband. Like, I love that. Um, and then as far as capes, capes are, I'm, I have a love-hate relationship with capes. I feel like Same. when it's done well, it looks fabulous. And it really depends on the material of the cape and if it flows with the dress or like, if the cape is like a part of the dress, like I've seen that. And again, hit or miss, depends on the dress, depends on the material, um, depends on a lot of things, but I don't know. I take cape, I cape, I take bridal capes on a case by case basis. That was a lot of C's I just said. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of rhyming, I liked it. Uh, so I'm kind of with you where I do like capes when I see them, but I think that they need to be super intentional and it Mm -hmm. shouldn't be one of those things where you just do a cape to do a cape. It should really Mm -hmm. make sense with your outfit. Uh, It should maybe be detachable from the gown, Mm -hmm. which is super fun and just make sure it makes sense and it flows and it just suits your style and your season. Yeah, I think a cape can be really nice more for those cold weather months when you do need something to cover your shoulders and you just need a little more warmth and you need maybe something to even protect you if it's a little wet out. So that can be fun when the cape seems to be more practical, even if it's not practical. (laughs) And I feel the same way about headbands where if they're very intentional, they make sense. And I think the ones we're seeing that are more like a full-on headpiece that are very ornate, Mm -hmm. those are now very popular. Uh, I don't know that... I just wasn't expecting to see so many like pearly headbands and stuff like that because I Mm -hmm. thought that one had run its course, but I still saw a decent amount of that in bridal week. So I don't know. I feel like that might be that holdover from, we just didn't really get to see a 20. We didn't get to fully enjoy it last year. So (laughs) yeah, people are hanging on. (laughs) Yes. People are really hanging on to what they want, which I get. And I don't mind that look. I just, was expecting that along with some of those disco type trends to start fading a little bit 
Yeah. And I think, like you said, it's just, it just don't just like throw on a headband for the sake of throwing one on. I think like it really has to make sense for the rest of what you're wearing and that it's very intentional. And when that's the case, like they always look fabulous. Yeah. I think just with your bridal look, don't just try to be a cool bride because you want, you saw a cool bride on the internet. Just be you. Like if you Mm -hmm. wear stuff that's always trendy in your day-to-day life, then be trendy with your bridal style. But if you're a little more conservative with how you dress and the trends you play with, don't all of a sudden try to pull off every trend for your bridal style because it's not going to feel like you. And you're probably going to look back at the pictures in a few years and be like, oh, I don't know why I did that. Yeah. And there's such a thing as over accessorizing. And I understand like when you're looking at Instagram and Pinterest and say yes to the dress, guilty. um, And you're seeing like all these different kinds of like trends and accessories, like it's easy to be able to want to just throw on all the things that you see. Um, And then all of a sudden you have like 50 things that like don't make sense with your overall wedding look. And I think, you know, like you were saying, Kate, at the end of the day, you know, no matter what you decide to wear, like you still want to feel like yourself, even if it's like more glammed up than you might normally go on a regular day, you still want it to be a more glammed up you as opposed to, you know, something that you saw on Pinterest that doesn't, authentically seem like you yes a hundred percent I think that's really good advice all right one thing that I love 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 and I will never shut up about it as you know because I think I've been bugging you about this for a year now is bonnets I love okay, tell me about bridal this bridal bonnet because I don't think I fully understand what's happening <laughs> I, okay, so think about like 1960s Elizabeth Taylor with her little floral bonnets that almost look like a swim cap. I ah, want to see that for weddings. I want I'm to see it so badly. Google it on Instagram, right? And it looks, you won't even find it on Instagram. It's, really? it's useless. You have to know what you're looking for and Google accordingly. So maybe I can pull some images and I'll send them to you so you can put them on our yeah, Instagram. Yeah, I when just put in... Drops bridal bonnet and Instagram and a bunch of bullshit popped up, but I'm pretty sure it's not what you're talking about. So (laughs) I think I just started sounding really aggressive about this because I'm very passionate and I have spent a lot of time talking about bridal bonnets and I need them to be a thing. I need them to happen. They're not happening. Why? They're great. They're so fun and silly and I love them. Uh, So what I'm talking about is more instead of like a headband or instead of a a fascinator, you're really Mm -hmm. taking that and you're taking it to the next level where you're like, oh no, no. I don't want this as just a band. I don't want this as just a fascinator. I want it to go around my whole fucking head and I'm going to mm. own it. And it's great. And I love it. Uh, we briefly almost got that a little bit in the fall season. Uh, mm-hmm. I saw a little bit of that with just fall fashion week, not bridal, but yeah, like some cool pinky bonnety things were coming out and I forget which designer did it, but I was very excited. And then it went away again. Mm. And I just, I need that. It's a very bold, like unique accessory choice. Like I I would, I would be, I'd want to see it. I'm trying to envision. I love it. Like maybe something kind of like. It's like a floral fluffy halo. And I just love it. Mm -hmm. It could be flowers. It It could be Mm -hmm. real flowers, but I prefer it more as like just the more of a pure kind of situation. How do you feel about floral headpieces? I really like them. I just think you need to plan well for them so they don't mm-hmm. dry out and fall apart or, yeah. you know, you, you have a plan for what are you going to do if your day is crazy windy or something. But I love floral headpieces. 
Yeah, I feel like that's something that's becoming more of a thing. I also saw something not too long ago. It was like floral. Um, I'm people can't oh, wearable see floral, like yeah, on your like sleeves and stuff. I love wearable floral. I think mm -hmm. that one's not crazy practical. I did it a little bit for my own wedding. I had a detachable train, and I mm -hmm. put the wearable floral on the train, like where it met the dress mm -hmm. but it's just it's one of those things that's really tricky to do because you need to really have your florist to be able to work with your gown and a lot of that can need to happen on site yeah. so I think from a practical perspective especially considering where on your body the flowers are going to be it doesn't always make sense it makes sense for a photo shoot and in a more right. controlled environment mm -hmm. but on your wedding day when this needs to last and you're hugging people and you're moving around yeah mm -hmm. Sometimes the wearable floral is not not super practical. The greatest idea. Yeah. Did you hear me burp? I, I did, did it for you. Right <laughs> to the mic. <laughs> I actually thought it would be louder, and that I was relieved when it wasn't because I regretted it the second I let it. Out. As soon as you let it out, you're like, "Damn it!" <laughs> yeah, like Allison, cut cut this out. What else do we have? Have we we haven't talked about shoes yet? Ah, we haven't. Okay. First of all, I shoes. think talking about bridal shoes is an underrated topic. And I think that it's something that we should talk about more. I mean, just in general. Yes. Yes. I, I love them and they need to be just right. So they don't hurt your feet and they don't tear mm -hmm. you up by the end of the day. Uh, I love, 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 love a good bridal shoe. And I do feel like the options are really limited because when you're shopping, unless you go the custom route, which is mm -hmm. not practical for a lot of budgets and it's also kind of a pain. So yeah. why would everyone do it? Uh, you only have so many options. You can go and you can get your Jimmy Choo's or you can get your Louboutins or you can get Dior's or whatever, but there just aren't that many bridal shoes out there. And some of them, like if you're looking for super high-end shoes, maybe they're gorgeous, but they're too glitzy for you. Mm -hmm. Or maybe they're gorgeous, but they're not comfortable. Yeah. So it really depends on just what designers fit your feet well like yeah. I had a mother of the bride one time go oh my god I'm dying I hate these short whitesmans and meanwhile short whitesman for me is perfection like I can wear yeah. a six inch high short whitesman heel and run in it and I'm fine all day so you really yeah. need to know the brands and the designers you're working with and think about if you'll want an extra pair of shoes for dancing or if this could work for you all day especially yeah. if you're doing a bustle or something on your gown because once you get into a lower shoe that means your gown's on the ground mm -hmm. yeah for sure um I think you made a really important point that I think a lot of people and not just when you're talking about bridal shoes but just like heels in general like a lot of people kind of look at you know do I like this shoe and they don't really think about the designer of the shoe because every yeah. designer kind of structures their shoe differently and you know like I'm a average size seven and there are certain designers that you know their shoes are a little bit more comfortable compared to others where it's like they might run a little large or and I just know that like as much as I adore this particular designer I know that their heels are not for me because they're gonna flop off my feet and I can't run in them, which is a requirement. I have to be able to at least do a very fast paced walk or else they don't they don't pass the test. You know what I mean? Right. You don't wanna be hobbled. Oh, I know I can't be hobbled. I have to be able to, I'm not gonna sprint, but I do have to be able to, you know, get around in these heels. And so, you know, I've been seeing a lot of like more of like the chunky heel trend, like the black heel, like that's mm -hmm. been very, very popular with uh bridal and evening shoes. And the loose side um, heel. 
Yeah. Those nice I'm, disco type rides. I'm 50-50 on the Lucite heel. I have seen Lucite heels that I love. And then I've seen mm-hmm. some that are like are a little bit not so great. Um, but that's definitely something that I've seen. Um, it is kind of a nice change from kind of like the more traditional pump, like, you know, bridal pump that a lot of, you know, brides will, you know, wear. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I love, I gotta I have a lot of embellishment. <laughs> Yes. I love a lot of embellishment. I love a lot of bows. I think just, I like bows. Really want to love, love, love them. Like a Dorsey heel with a bow on the back. It's just classic. It's gorgeous. I love it. That said, I think that you really need to try on these shoes with the gown and try Mm -hmm. to walk in it once the gown is completely hemmed because you don't want your shoes to be catching on the gown. And, you know, some little glitzy bit and bob that you put on the shoe is now just constantly grabbing onto your train yeah. your dress or something mm-hmm. especially if you have shoes with beading and your dress is tool like tool unfortunately catches on a lot of things and sometimes like when the shoes have beading like they can catch on the shoes so like Kate's saying yeah. just make sure you try them on like realistically walk in them don't just stand in front of the mirror with the shoes and like oh they look great like really like move around and really get the mm-hmm. feel for how the shoes are going to go with the dress and if you have to return them and switch out you know for a different shoe then at least you found that out before the day of your wedding a hundred percent yeah make sure you're good to go by the day of your wedding uh what i'm really liking in the shoe trends is just all kinds of embellishment so mm-hmm. if you can make this work with your dress by all means get big ass pearls on them get i mean just have fun do big accessories on them and a lot of shoes are starting to get designed with these mm-hmm. so you have no excuses do something really cool something really fun I love a tassel oh Ooh, god I, I love, love a tassel. tassel like I've seen some kind of more blocky heels with like a cool tassel along the front of the shoe by the toes and just such fun stuff yeah. uh, I also uh, I encourage people to get shoes that are going to hold up a little better if the ground's a little bit wet if you're getting like a white bridal shoe and it's all silk and it's all super delicate, great. The second you step in a half inch puddle, you're fucked. That, yeah. <laughs> you're so yeah. Fucked. <laughs> so if this is ever it, a pair of shoes you want to wear again, don't assume that you can wear those white silk shoes again yeah. because it's not happening. Those things are getting destroyed. Yeah. Or it's like if you just have to have those gorgeous white silk shoes for like picture purposes you know, and you can afford it, get a pair and then get your realistic, I'm going to walk around in these for the rest of the day pair. And like, so you can kind of satisfy all your shoe needs. But, mm-hmm. um, and I think the other thing too, is like, don't be afraid to, you know, are we getting into shoe advice now? Is this episode yes. just shoe advice? <laughs> like don't be afraid to you know merge away from kind of like the bridal section of and I'm putting air quotes around bridal section of you know the shoe store or the website like you can find some really fun like unique awesome super embellished shoes in like the evening shoe section that just don't like pull into the search when you're searching specifically for bridal shoes so I always say you know kind of expand your options because you might find some really fabulous options that aren't considered bridal, but they might be like the perfect fit for, you know, the gown that you have. Um, So don't be afraid to venture off. I saw one photo today. I don't know. Why was I looking at this stuff today? I don't know. Um, I'm always looking at this stuff, but I saw one uh, photo. I think it was um, on the Haley Page Instagram. And obviously like it was the dress, but I noticed the shoes and they were like a very fun kind of like goldish bronzy, 
um, like black heel kind of sandal type of vibe. Um, And they were, and they were Gucci. And I was like, I see you. I see you with, with the fabulous shoe. And like, it wasn't necessarily a shoe that a lot of people would pick as like a traditional bridal shoe, but it really fit well as, you know, a bridal shoe with that particular style of dress. So you never know. I got shoes that I could wear again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I got shoes that I'd be able to wear again. I didn't want them to look super bridal. I wanted Mm -hmm. them to go well and be cute, but I didn't want super bridal. I think one of the mistakes I see people making with well, not so much with gowns, because with the gown, no one cares who the designer yeah. is. They just care what it looks like in the pictures mm-hmm. and what it looks like on you. But with shoes, a lot of the time I've seen people try to get an expensive pair of shoes just so if they're doing a flat lay for photography, like mm-hmm. you can see the label that says they're Chanel or they're Jimmy Two or what have you. And, you know, maybe you want to get those like Valentino studded pumps or whatever, but if they don't fit your look and they're going yeah. to destroy your feet, who gives a shit? Don't do yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. And like, granted, I'll probably be the person that buys the very expensive designer shoe because I just know myself and I'm just, I'm already just accepting the defeat now. So I won't be mad when I do it, but like, I'll definitely be going the route where it's like, Hey, if I'm spending, you know, X amount of money on these shoes, I'm going to damn sure make sure I can wear them again. So it's probably not going to be, you know, and, and as much as I love like the really gorgeous, you know, white matches the same color as a dress style of bridal shoe. I love it, but it's like, I know that that's really something that you can only really wear one time unless you're going to have someone carrying you everywhere on your wedding day so I definitely love the idea of getting a shoe that's still fabulous and that you know goes with your style and your vibe but having it be you know a shoe that you can definitely wear again totally so do we have any other trends that we wanted to go over or Um, I know we got ourselves go on track we just started (laughs) Like this Down is the pride shoe hole episode shoes. now. Yes, the foot fetishists are going to love us. Oh God, we're gonna get the. I, I know we've got a Instagram. huge. <laughs> oh, for sure, we've got a huge foot fetish listenership. It's our biggest fan. Oh man, um, I'm trying to think if there's any other bridal trends that I can think of off the top of my head. We might have to do another one, um, as because I think you know, like we're kind of like at the the earlier stages of seeing like what a lot of designers are coming up with for the upcoming season. So I don't know, maybe we should do another one a little bit later down the line when we've seen more things. Um, I think that's but great. Yeah. I love a fashion week episode. I love talking mm-hmm. about this stuff. I love looking at this stuff. I'm also crazy excited for our episode next week. It's going to be maybe Should we just tease fun? it now? <laughs> I think so. So next week we are going to do our favorite wedding moments in movies um which obviously there's so many good movies with a lot of like gorgeous wedding scenes dramatic wedding scenes i'm just gonna talk about coming to america forever oh my god how did i know i have (laughs) the first one so many opinions oh god coming to america with the number two no 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 we turned it (laughs) off within 20 minutes coming to america though that wedding scene okay now i'm just breaking into next week's episode so i'll stop but oh my god it's my favorite so many it's just my childhood dreams it. yeah um so that's gonna be super fun um we will not know what each other's wedding moment picks will be prior to recording so it's gonna be super fun 
Um, if you want to send us your favorite wedding movie moments, we'd love to hear, you know, what your favorites are. So feel free to send us those on Instagram. Maybe I can do like a fun Instagram poll. Yeah. Um, I also, and... I want to do the cringiest moments. Oh yeah. There's going to be some cringy ones in there. Cause not all oh, yeah. wedding movie moments are fabulous. No, no. <laughs> sometimes I, sometimes I can't watch tv shows or movies that have wedding scenes because i just get too angry about how everything's depicted i'm like no that's not real how dare they we should definitely incorporate some sort of fashion component into this episode too yeah totally i get so mad at crashers in wedding scenes like even in the graduate like how dare he do that (laughs) don't you crash this wedding when it's going it's going deal with the rest later oh god (laughs) that's so all right you can you can hear my screen rants next week but in the meantime if people want to find us where can they hit us up they can find us at ibwc underscore podcast on instagram or they can email us at itty bitty wedding committee at gmail.com um send us a note say hi send us topic suggestions, ask us questions. I like when people send us questions about like their actual weddings. That's always super fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, so hit us up. We're always happy to chat with you guys. Um, if you've reviewed recently or liked or followed us on Instagram, thank you so much for following and reviewing. We appreciate that. Um, and we're just super grateful and happy to see our audience and our following grow. It's super, super fun. Yeah, it's been really great. So thank you. Thank you so much for the new reviews. We got them from a couple of people. So appreciated. So just follow, like, subscribe, share, review, do all the things. And thank you. Thanks so much for letting us do this. It's a lot of fun. Super fun. And we hope that you guys are excited for next week's episode because we're super excited. We sure are. about coming to America. (laughs) (laughs) It's just going to be a full coming to America episode where I talk about how perfect that like three minute long scene is. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Until next week. Thanks, everyone. Talk to you next week.